2: The whole thing. 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 Do will be more than the world has
3: a small jersey judah back once again on this sunday this cloudy but at least it's not hot as fuck outside sunday another episode of the crimson Capsule. Chap. All right. I'm looking for my sounds. Everything is disorganized, but we are back. Didn't do nothing yesterday. Um, I didn't mean not to do nothing yesterday, but it is what it is. Here I am today. Not sure if I'm going to do an hour. Not sure if I'm going to do two hours. Shit, I might do three hours. Not sure. Um, What I'm thinking is two parts for today maybe an hour and some change now and an hour and some change six hours from now I was actually watching um, Matrix well I I watched Matrix Resurrection is it Resurrection? Matrix Resurrection Uh, two days ago thought it was okay thought it was kind of confusing but then I said fuck it I'm going to appreciate it for what it is wasn't that terrible of a movie a lot of people will say it's bad it's only because of the expectations that they've had from the first movie which was in 1995 or oh, 1995 1999 which was groundbreaking um, when it came to uh, special effects CGI and all that shit to come with it the matrix you know slowing things down the camera rotation it's been in most movies most video games going forward And I think people were just wanting, people wanted to see the continuation of that. And it really wasn't that. But this morning I decided to watch the first Matrix, which, I mean, you really can't go wrong with the first Matrix. You really can't. So I'm going to do this episode, just a whole lot of shit. Two Manosphere highlights dailies videos. I'm not sure if we're going to get into both of those. We got uh, Tribe of Men, which I think I want to go over that video first. And then there's some other things that I wanted to talk about as well, as you guys may know. I may have mentioned this previously, but I plan on... um, I have my laptop set up to uh, overlay the screen, screen record also have the uh, webcam set up to do the reactions and all that shit. So we're definitely going to take this podcast and um, transcend it or just uh, translate it into video. So that's what we're going to end up doing in the near future. But y'all don't want to hear about all that. You want to get to that fuckery. This is just a random Sunday video. I mean, a lot of these videos connect to one another. I'll just connect the dots as we go along. Let me open up my uh, music player here. My playlist episode. Okay. Finally have auto rotate on while recording for the first time ever. Um, this modern woman can't accept she's hitting the wall. This is tribe of men. You guys already know the deal. The people that i mentioned are the people that I fuck with. And if you fuck with me, you should fuck with them too. You know what I mean? Go to YouTube, subscribe to tribe of men. And while you're at it, go to YouTube, subscribe to Manosphere Highlights Daily. And then um, should I give a red pill roll call? Yeah, I'll give a red pill roll call. Uh, Better Bachelor, Casual Bachelor, Replicant Fish, Taylor the Fiend, Thinking Man's Templar, Black Ram 313, O'Shea Duke Jackson. Uh, the Legendary, Coach Greg Adams, okay? uh, RIP Kevin Samuels, still support his shit. Uh, Hammerhand, going through with the MIG towel. It's funny because now that I think about it, I would say Hammerhand's the only person that I can listen to besides a few others who blatantly say that they're Midtown. Like, a lot of guys will, will go along with it, and I go along with it, but I don't 100% stand by it. Like, at this point, going forward, I don't 100% stand by the Red Pill because the Red Pill, in a lot of ways, is just PUAs and uh, dating coaches trying to get an extra penny, you know what I mean, rather than self-development. But that's another note. We're going to jump right into it. This is what happens when, you know, women don't realize that they've hit the wall.
1: I haven't, like, had a boyfriend in, like, a, ten, a decade, basically. Are you scared of commitment? Um, No. So why have you committed?
3: No one's worth committing to.
1: So you're scared. It's, you
4: have uh, the
3: highest... All right, so... This this would be almost not typical, but this would be more so familiar with today's women when they reach that age. You know, what I mean, they reach that point. Um, it's an easy cope to just say a man can't, you know, measure up to what I expect. It's an easy cope. It's an easy escape route for having to buy a dog and die alone or just have a bunch of cats. And or have a dog or you have these women that have dogs and they dress them up in outfits. This is this is fucking shambolic behavior. Highly unorganized. Right. Highly unethical. See, highly unrealistic. Highly unrealistic. But now we're gonna see. We're gonna see the reality of it all. This is this this right here. The first por- portion of this was bullshit. Now we're gonna get into the reality. And you're saying.
1: Yeah, why wouldn't I? How old are you? Twenty-eight. You got about two two more no. years of that. <laughs> two more years <laughs> no, of that. No, Guys no, can do that no, shit forever.
2: No, <laughs> no, I unsubscribe
0: to that habit. <laughs> geriatric pregnancy. They call it barren womb or something. They have
3: a barren womb. Jesus.
0: <laughs> whole bunch of names for it. This is what feminism, whatever kind of womanist movement, you give it whatever name you want, has not prepared young women today for the realities of biology later. Why is that missing from the
2: conversation? It's, They're living in an ideal world. Of course, I want you to love me for me and not care that I'm getting older. Yes, please. (laughs) But it's far from the truth. It's just not true.
0: Yeah. And in the Disney movies, they go after the pretty young princess. Not the old hag witch with the crooked nose.
3: Message!
0: That's what you're going to You're becoming the old hag witch with the crooked nose in a geriatric room. (laughs)
3: But Calm yeah, <laughs> and yet you walk. These niggas, hey, yo, This is, i don't know if this is a couple. I'm pretty sure this is a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the other woman's name, Sophie. Sophie Ramos. Sophie Ramos. Subscribe to her as well. Don't worry, guys. She's 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 one of the good ones. Okay. She's one of the good ones. I would not. See, personally, I started off in this whole thing, like, because these conversations are mostly on and from a male's perspective, the only thing a woman would do in the situation would come in and, of course, be the opposition. Since feminazis, anything with hookup culture, hookup culture is, is BS, We're going to get into that later on as well. We may get into that tonight. But it's going to mostly benefit. It's going to benefit women short term, but long term. What is it going to do? It's going to damage her. Yeah, she can go out there. She can hook up. She can sleep around. Right. But if she's not thinking about a family now, she will be 10 years down the line. And then by that time, it'll be probably too late. She won't be able to have kids. So this is the modern day FIFA, where a woman will spend her party years, you know, doing what she has to do, having her fun on the cock carousel, not paying attention to anything down the line. What if she meets that, quote unquote, special someone how would she be viewed with her reputation? And I think this is a this is connected to what I talked about before with these OnlyFans, these bitches that do OnlyFans and regret making the decision because their image is out there. Doesn't matter what good she does in life, that's going to stay connected to her.
0: The prince, <laughs> baby, too late. You're about five years too late. Ten years too late. Mm-hmm. You're waking up and the doc's telling you, hey, hey, have you thought about freezing eggs when you go in for your checkup? Have you thought about it? It's
2: a selfish stance because that means that you're going to be older when you have your kid. I don't know if you have the same amount of energy or patience or even time with them depending on how old you are when you have them. Again, only thinking about what she wants. My standards are high. but I, But I'd love to hear what she has to offer.
0: Right. My standards are high. Men ain't shit. That's what I was hearing.
2: Why is there this expectation that we want men to be better than us? The woman wants a man that she can respect. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we're leaving men behind in education and treating them like they're some... Lesser. Yeah.
0: Right. And they're evil and the narrative in society is masculinity masculinity. right anything that makes you a man right anything that makes you a man traditionally Mm -hmm. is now considered toxic i mean when you have the american psychological Association literally say that being stoic being competitive
2: this has to be some crazy you know crazy conspiracy theorists on the internet will say that this has to be something to do with pacifying the society to make them
0: Imagine being a weak man. Imagine being a weak man. They're everywhere today. You don't have to imagine. Go out. They're wearing uh skinny jeans, painted nails, colored <laughs> hair. They look like clowns.
3: I- <laughs> Yo. Shout out to this nigga, man. For keeping it raw, real and red pill. Yeah, these niggas out here. And look, let me tell y'all a story, man. Let me tell y'all a story. Let me tell y'all a story real quick. When I was in high school, you had your typical groups, right? You had your cliques of people, right? I was an interesting character. because I hung out with niggas, but I also skateboard. So I hung out with scene kids. And for white people who understand what I'm saying, y'all know who I'm talking about when I say the scene kids like hollywood undead fans and shit and like um <laughs> black veil bride all these like like crazy retarded like groups of guys that painted their nails and looked like bitches legit all of them were um white boys black uh, black fingernails, black, they paint their fingernails black and they got the crazy haircuts. Okay. I was hanging out with all them. They was cool. They look retarded, but they were cool as fuck to hang out with. They had an interesting, uh, perspective when it comes to life. And at that time I was, uh, I was open-minded to learn about different people and different people's cultures and shit things of that nature growing up so that never bothered me until i've gotten older and looked back and said damn these niggas were the beginning of all this now it's the feminized it's the feminized male and it's the masculine female it's the strong and independent female it's the problematic at best female
0: See more women today walking around with a much more masculine gait, (laughs) masculine look to them, more aggressive in their demands. Even the way they talk to people at the counter when they order food or do whatever versus the guys that waddle in there like they got a stick up their ass. And then they (laughs) got their painted nails and giggle like little girls. And they talk about girl stuff. They talk about drama These men are obsessed with drama the way women are. You
2: can just see it on them because I think men, it's very important for them to exercise their body, Mm -hmm. to do things with their body. Young men used to be, you know, like the big, strong men. That was a young man. Right. right? You got weaker as you got older because your body was wearing down. But now you see a young man. He doesn't (laughs) doesn't look strong at all.
0: Yeah, his daddy's. (laughs) stronger than <laughs> yeah. pathetic yeah and you i mean it's weird to see that yeah so yeah I, I remember when we had breakfast at this restaurant and there were older gentlemen there that looked very well off and you can see mm-hmm. the conversations they were having was very specific <laughs> very manly very about money getting paid they were in high positions or had made their way up there in finance <laughs>
3: and investing they weren't legitimately men shit and i wasn't even and look i'm gonna be real with you a lot of niggas, they don't be talking about this shit either. Let's keep it real. A lot of niggas, they don't be talking about this shit either. They ignore it. Most black black men are probably... They're tied with white men on who's the biggest simps. Because niggas be out here supporting OnlyFans and shit too. Okay, It's not just the, you know... Caucasoid neck beards, basement dwelling with uh dragon rings, the dragon t-shirts and fedoras. No, the game has completely changed. You know, people that you wouldn't expect are out here supporting these 304s on OnlyFans. Okay. Now, to a man and what a man's become. There's a lot of different sources of where this can can take place. Simply at childbirth, where the father is not even present in, in the household. The lie detector does
1: determine you are telling the truth.
3: On top of that, okay, lack of fatherhood equals uh, lack of guidance, lack of mentorship. Um, there, There's so many, like, come on, right? And look at women today. The obesity rate. Matter of fact, we'll stop bullshitting.
2: 41.9%.
1: According to Wikipedia, the National Center for Health Statistics at the CDC showed in their most up-to-date statistics that 42.4% of U.S. adults were obese as of 2017 minus 2018 to 43% for men and 41.9%
3: for women. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay.
0: Just saying. Talking about football games, they weren't talking about what the hell match was on today. Then, literally, like the next or day, or video
2: games, or
0: video games, none of that shit. <laughs> then, like the next next day, went to a more like a chill bar kind of spot. Not even a bar, a chill. One more chill restaurant, like a
2: lunch spot, a yeah. lunch
0: spot, and then those. It looked like, you know, regular middle class, lower class men that were there. And they were talking about sports. They were obsessed with the latest sports, the latest kind of dr- drama news they've seen on TV. Um, their attention was completely zapped on some externalities that didn't bring them any benefit. Those men that were the higher classmen, all they were talking about is shit that was benefiting them. Improvement. Money, finance. Yeah, like self master deals they were closing. It was crazy to see the. Di- it's a mentality, man. When they say poor and average is a mentality, it really is because the difference in the way of thinking, and that was within a span of a day, uh, I saw the difference. Mind-blowing. When you listen to one group of men talk and they're talking about stocks, finance stuff, closing deals, real estate, flying out of the country to do this business, that, and then you hear about another group of men and they're talking about Jim this, Bob that, oh my God, the Steelers did this, <laughs>
3: That's a lot of us will probably rarely come across the first group of conversation, what he first said. We we may stumble across it on accident, and a lot of us won't even won't even process what these niggas are talking about. See me, I like to observe. I used to be loud, obnoxious. I still am in a lot of ways. But when it comes to groups, especially people I don't know. I love to observe. I love to feel out the energy. If I see the conversation being something meaningful, then maybe I'll add my little two cents in. If I don't, I'll just be in the cut. But I'm always listening. When conversations go on to the latter point of who won the game, who's playing this day, who's doing this, it's no disrespect. I'm just not a fan of sports like that anymore. I used to be a fan growing up. When I was a child, see what I mean. Uh, but when the conversation goes on to that, and it's not about nothing that can truly be beneficial, it, it's 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 a wrap. I don't want to hear the conversation.
0: Oh, well, this NBA player did that, and it's like, bro. One is obviously being pacified through sports, through whatever crap you're seeing on, on the news, right? And the other ones are only giving their attention away to things that are making them wealthier, better, mm-hmm. etc., More connections. And their women looked the part also. Now, those well-off <laughs> gentlemen had basically Barbies. All of them.
2: <laughs> Even though they were older as oh, well. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: yes. When a, This is what was sad. When a 40-year-old woman... Is blowing away a 22 year old average woman, right? Of uh, we're talking financial class, right? When a 22 year old woman is blown away by an old 40 year old, this society turned on its head. Absolutely mind blowing. And the kids that are growing up today, and this is what they're being fed that's normal, of course, dating's only gonna get worse. Of course, Content like this is going to keep blowing up. They can't suppress this, man. Why do you think people like Andrew Tate got so popular? And why do you think most of his fan base that falls in like rabid animals are younger <laughs> men?
3: Shout out Andrew Tate. I fuck with Andrew Tate. I'm 30. I'll be 34 next month. I fuck with Andrew Tate. I mean, anybody. And I've noticed the patterns with anybody. I think I mentioned this before. I'm going to mention it again anyway. Who gives a shit? The people who they ban or the people who they attempt to ban, there's always a backlash effect. Look at Joe Rogan and the shit he said years ago that I remember listening to and laughing at. But see, me and how I grew up and the people I grew up around, we sort of accept things for what they are rather than, you know, the the racism narrative that we would use today, it would be an embarrassment to those um, to our grandparents, great uncles, great aunts of color, who's dealt with true racism, who's dealt with true um, segregation, who's dealt with true oppression. Um, guys and women who talk about racism today are weak they are speaking from a victimhood uh, state of mind rather than a victorhood state of mind. A lot of us have been raised to automatically um, accept defeat, accept the fact that because of what we look like that we won't make it to a certain position. And from that state of mind as a child, getting into adolescents it what 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 would you expect right and then you had people before us who looked like us accomplished more had better families had better morals better work ethics than what we can ever dream of how is that possible how is the jim crow error Right. How is the Jim Crow era such a prosperous thing for the black family compared to the lack of family today? The broken family, the fatherless homes, the incarcerated fathers of all races and nationalities. Well, not even nationalities within America, but you guys catch my drift.
0: because they feel this disconnect with women that they deal with and they know something's missing but society's telling you no 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 you wanting to play cops and robbers that's toxic masculinity you dreaming about shooting people going to war killing bad guys (laughs) etc all the things that make a man a man right saving the day damsel
3: like realize that that is hardwired in a man all all of what he said like you know like that's why i have um the Punisher, I have his symbol. Because I I had no idea growing up as a kid, my uncle was was huge with comic books. Huge comic book fan. And just by the look of him, you would not know it. You see what I mean? But I just remember seeing uh, that symbol everywhere, that skull and shit. And I just thought, even as a kid, how cool that shit is. And then as I got older and realized who the Punisher was as a character, I said, damn, this motherfucker is legit. You know what I mean? He's that vigilante. He's that vigilante that that would almost be acceptable with all the corruption going on today. He would be a vigilante that would almost be acceptable within um, this generation And the scum that we have roaming the earth today. But that comic book, action, guns, uh, cops, and robbers, and fucking, um, you know, just dangerous activities and shit, that's men's shit. You know what I mean? The more women, the matriarchy, tries to take away these masculine traits from young boys you're gonna have a whole bunch of weaklings in the next 10 to 15 years distress all that
0: stuff that's violence that's chaos men thrive on it we like it that's why we watch blood sport like mma stuff like that Facts. we like to see blood and violence Facts. it's just how men are we like to kill things we like to hunt it Facts. is what it is that's yeah. not toxic that's how we got here and if we're being frank
3: Bitches wouldn't survive without us. That's what he's about to say, I think. Because, like, back in the day, you had the hunters and you had the gatherers. People have heard this before. If a nigga couldn't hunt and, and, and kill an animal, motherfuckers wasn't eating uh, just grass and fucking lettuce and, 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 and veggies at night. No, niggas eating, you know, deer. All of these, like, at that time, that was just the, the rules of engagement. You had to know, you had to sharpen the spear. You know what I'm saying? You had to be able to shoot a bow and arrow. Like, all that shit is legit. That's why I like, uh, I never played the game, but uh, the idea of Far Cry Primal, even though I heard it was probably the worst game out of all of them, because I'm, I'm a big Far Cry fan. And instead of the guns and shit, you just have a spear, bow and arrows, and you hunt wild animal and shit, and you survive off of the earth. That's pretty much like what you had to do back in the day. Today, everybody has been so comfortable to where, even if we wanted fast food, we wouldn't even have to leave the house to get it. We can just go on our phones, DoorDash, Grubhub. We don't even have to... There's no hunting involved today. So much so that when men who... Enjoy a good hunt or two, you know, deer hunt, coon hunt, um, any any wild animal that they have out there, they're vilified. But back in the day, that's what motherfuckers had to do to maintain and survive
0: think about it women bred that into us because the weak man for our benefit is that for women's benefit she wanted the strongest most vicious ruthless <laughs> man to protect her and her kids because a nine-month pregnancy out in the wild equals dead if you have a weak man that's not going to go fight the bear yep. or the saber-toothed tiger yep. to the death yep. with his bare hands or not if your man ran away from you when you were <laughs> eight months pregnant right he runs away from the bear leaving you to get eaten what kind of shit is that? Women bred that out real quick.
2: Yeah, it's it's a complete joke because we are breeding the same type of men that disgusts us.
0: Exactly. And again, this is the, the womanist movement is trying to brainwash women into thinking essentially a K-pop star of a man is <laughs> supposed to be attractive. <laughs> right. They look like...
3: Yo, hold up. Hold up. People, some of y'all don't know what, what K-pop is. So y'all need to y'all need a clear example of what K-pop is and the people who do K-pop, all right? I'm just going to play an example. I've I've heard of K-pop and I know what these niggas look like, but I want y'all to get a clear indication of what K-pop is, all right? This is bad, man. These niggas all look like yo like the way, <laughs> yo, all these niggas look feminine as fuck, bro. These Japanese niggas, bro, they look feminine as hell. But look, they get, they get hella bitches out there. So I can't even, I can't knock them personally. That's, that's their, it's not, it's not even if they were gay. Cause it doesn't matter, but they're dressed as if they were, but they pull bitches. That's. If you guys ever seen uh, the Charlie Murphy, Dave Chappelle episode where um, uh, talking about Prince and shit and it was. uh, He was he was describing all these niggas as like uh, androgynous beings like these niggas look like fucking. (laughs) They just look like bitches. Eyeliner and all that. But they pulled bitches like they're not. They weren't on that wave with the rainbow and shit they just looked that way. But um yeah K pop. We we need we need some uh we need an example here is it K space pop or is it let's see Let's see. I'm going to play an example of what K-pop is. Is this... uh? Wow. Okay. Whatever. Let's get back to it. Girls. They're basically
0: women. These guys weigh like 120 pounds soaking wet. And they wear makeup all day. You can't hardly (laughs) tell the difference. And that's supposed to be attractive. And we haven't even touched on the fact that the pill makes you think that these feminine men are attractive. Because that's what the pill does to your attraction. (laughs) Because when you're off the pill, you find the brooding masculine type a lot more attractive. Isn't it nuts? So what we're intaking and what society's teaching us is like literally the death spiral of the West. This ideology is not going to work. It doesn't have a long term lasting power. Our society, as we know it, is going to crumble before the rest of the world that we consider ass
3: backwards. The other part. of Well, this is the problem. And this is the argument. What he's describing is what is currently going on in other parts of the world. It's not just the West anymore. So with the Japanese women, they want white men. They want the majority of what's in the West because that the West is like the mecca of fucking pop culture to these people. I don't understand it. It's like the mecca of pop culture to these fucking people. So Asians, Indians, which is still technically Asian, and other places have adapted, the women have adapted the mindset of the modern day FIFA in the West, they have simply adapted to it. That's why a lot of these people who uh, represent the passport gang and shit and all that, they're trying to get out as soon as possible before it spreads. They're trying to go somewhere random and lock something down, while while the going is getting, or the getting is going. I don't know. I don't know which one. I don't know how that saying goes. I don't give a shit either. Um, yeah. Everywhere everywhere is, is, is starting to – in the same way that, like, um, like, the incel community had spread, I think the Western culture is simply doing the same thing, except it comes with the level of high expectations and ultimate low worth when it comes to her value.
0: The world that's still doing the traditional gender norms is going to flourish – while we spin down into the hole. We
2: get lost in our own thoughts. We're when lost you, in the sauce. When you look at nature, <laughs> animals, they have a clear role. The female will do this. Mm-hmm. The male will do this. But somehow we've forgotten <laughs> we are also a part of nature. We think ourselves separate from or better than, mm-hmm. but we're not. We were designed in this way, male, female, for a reason. And those <laughs> roles ultimately benefit us.
0: And you can tell it's just indoctrination because... How could a 60 year old woman or a man look at the younger generation and go, you guys got it. You guys are messed up in the head. What you're doing and saying is completely opposite of what gender or how dating should be. Of course, dating's broken for you guys. Of course none of you get married anymore. (laughs) Of course all of you cannot have a connection with one another anymore. It's like, duh, the older generation, they're alive right now, looking at us, the younger people.
3: And that's the funny part about it. This is what I, I think I mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention it again. Like, older couples who stay together and who are still together to this day who's been together for over 60 years they were able to stay together because they weren't connected to everything their connection was was straightforward towards one another there wasn't available well there may have been available options and opportunities but they've had that genuine connection their connection wasn't through a phone. Their connection was through human interaction, where handheld phones and shit were, were things that were only mentioned in sci-fi movies, serious biz. And on top of that, today, what, what else, what, what, what would be holding us back more than what we claim to be, you know, our devices? Ironically enough, these are our devices. Now your devices is the only way that you can interact. Your device is the only way you can meet women. Your device is the only way that uh, it's, it's your, the digital footprint is social media in a lot of ways. The digital footprint is social media in a lot of ways. There's a friend that I had passed away mm-hmm passed away a couple of years ago or it could have been 3 but I think it was 2 years ago from sickle cell his facebook is still active so that's his like digital footprint that's what he's that he, that's what he left when he left if that makes sense and because everybody has a digital footprint which is social media it would almost be odd For a woman to say, especially a woman to say she doesn't have a Facebook, she doesn't have an Instagram, you know, what I mean, or a guy to say, yeah, I don't I don't have Facebook. I mean, it's more common for that than a woman because, you know,
0: going, man, you guys are you guys got it hard because you're being taught all the wrong things. When it comes to finding a partner, you think a woman loves to get with a little weak man that like, I don't know how to change your tire. And when something happens, a hard situation to deal with, he breaks and crumbles. And she's like, has to take the lead as a woman. You think that gives her security to be feminine in the first place? How can a woman let you take control and submit to you?
2: Well, that's the thing. I think at this point, most women settle for just having the control.
0: Right. Better than nothing, I Mm -hmm. guess. And again, for all the men that say, I want a woman that's a mess after me. You can't force submission <laughs> yeah. out of a woman, you bum. You have to be a man.
2: Respect is earned. Yeah,
0: submission only comes when you've earned it <laughs> through being a, a high value man in her eyes. When you she, When she can look up to you for help, that's when she submits to you. What men really want is a compliant woman that can work together as a team to support him as a plus one to help bolster all his best (laughs) qualities and enhance them so that when he does better, she benefits as a byproduct. But that's not what's going on today. When women hear this words,
3: And I don't think men want to strive for that. You're going to the same women that's already been out and about. You're going to the same women who's probably had one-night stands already, who's probably already found the exciting guys that she already gave her thrill to with you you're just getting standard missionary if you're going along with this bullshit you are going to be that strictly strict strictly a provider you you will strictly be a provider you will get reward sex you won't get sex out of passion you will get sex out of purpose <laughs>
0: a mission they think of steffert wife they think she has to be a little slave in the household cooking clean that's all you're good <laughs> for right and then again <laughs> compliance is the key here working together to mm-hmm. further both of our agendas right I,
2: I can't think of anything lovelier than being with a man that you can respect he's a good role model to your kids And, and you can allow yourself to rely on him because you have that much trust in him.
0: Yes. You can be in your real, like natural feminine form where you don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about anything besides literally the most girliest womanly things in the household, you know, turning it into a nice place to live, making the house comfortable for everybody, looking after the kids. How the hell can you really focus on these things when you're worried about paying the goddamn bills because money ain't right or angering your man because he's kind of like a tyrant. He doesn't know how to treat you. You know, walking on eggshells in your own house because you think you need to submit to your man because he's a bum or he's asking for this and that out of you instead of providing like he should. Right. You need to go to work and work all these hours, but also take care of the kids. Also wash my drawers. And also do all this That's other
2: another shit. luxury belief. Right. That you can just settle down with anyone because you have this little feeling or because you love me for me. That type <laughs> of thing. <laughs> uh-huh. In reality, the more pressure, the more friction that your relationship has on it, the less likely it is that you guys will make it. Exactly. This so what... you don't start off already two broken people that can't afford life and then expect it to work
0: right and this is why it's super important i tell men all the time you need to work hard in your 20s you have the luxury of waiting and gain some experience in life and save some money up and be prepared to start a family in your 30s if you want to date as a man go on dude pump all the street queens you want dump them but in your 30s make sure
3: Street queens? Shit.
0: You worked hard in your 20s to be able to support a family. Because if you're trying, as a 22-year-old man, to start a family, and you may have found a good woman. You may have. But she will not want st- to If you can't provide the lifestyle, she's going to give you a rope, man. But that's that comes with a time. There's a timer on that rope. If you haven't gotten your shit together in a few years, she's going to start looking elsewhere. Because what is she going to do? Right, she gave you a shot. You're not showing improvement, or there's a better man coming along. That's thirty something, got his shit together, is now going to sweep your woman off her feet because you're 22. It's like, what are you going to do as a young guy? You're not like in that like position. a
2: Ferrari, you can't afford.
0: Exactly, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, you really can't afford a woman as a man today at 22. If you're trying for a long term, di- or yeah, a long term relationship where your head is in marriage. As a 22 year old man, whatever, early 20s, mid 20s, and you don't got your shit together, you cannot provide the lifestyle. Your woman is at risk of flight, period, because her options are better.
3: Can you blame far her? Better.
0: I don't blame her.
3: <laughs> this is her options are there in general. Fuck, fuck the bitch's options being better. Her options are there in general. Most guys don't have options. I don't think, look. Bitches get into a relationship, they almost, they upgrade from a man. Do you understand? Women actually upgrade from a man in a relationship. A man pretty much completely lowers anything else that he has going on. You see it all the time. You see guys, if you have friends and they finally get into a relationship, they'll when you hit them up, they won't even hit you back for, like, three days, four days, right? Completely um, sidetracked by this bitch. I'm good. Usually get sidetracked at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, most, most of these bitches really drag a man down. Because what they do is they'll gaslight a man. When a man starts to do better, a woman gets nervous. When a man starts to do better, a woman gets nervous. Especially a woman who may have ghosted that man. Uh, A woman who may have played that man in the past. When she starts to see that that man is becoming something better of himself... She gets nervous because she may be reminded that her, her placement when it comes to passion and then her placement when it comes to truly pair bonding and being compatible with someone, to her, she knows no difference. In other words, she's always going to chase uh, Chad's, Tyrone's. She's always going to chase those guys. And she's always going to get little to nothing at the end. But she'll take that. She'll share the quote-unquote high-value alpha than to have a loyal beta as a partner, as a father. She would rather have the good genetics of the bad boys. And be a single mother because it goes along with her narrative anyway. To raise the child by herself, to say that she can do it by herself until she can no longer, until she needs a man. And none of those men are present. None of those men want anything to do with her. See, that's what it becomes. See, when women talk about, see, it's easy for a guy, right? A nigga can go, all right, uh, modern relationships are pointless because there's no point of being chivalrous. There's no point in just meeting a woman online, meeting her uh, the first time and being completely chivalrous and being a gentleman when you know the landscape of today where the same woman that's going out with a date with one man could have got pumped and dumped by a more valuable man the night before. That's always a possibility. What is a date? If there's a a selection of women that go on multiple amounts of dates and she can separate and and damn near uh, dissect a man Into what looks, money, status, all right, what looks, what looks does he have? If he's good looking, then, you know, they can go to fucking Burger King. They can go to IHOP. Bitch can go to Denny's. You know what I'm saying? Get that bitch a, uh, uh, get that bitch a pancake combo and call it a day. If you got the looks to a bitch, you can do that. Um. You'll get put as a provider if you do too much. Like, if you try to really impress a bitch and you take a bitch somewhere that's super expensive, it's obvious that she's going to expect more of that. And that attention that you think that you're getting that's positive, it's only it's only seen from what you have. And if you are a nigga, and when I say nigga, I say nigga universally. If you're a man in general that's willing to do all that, then, you know, congratulations. Most guys aren't, but most guys will 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 become just absolute tryhards when it comes to this modern day uh, fee fail activity. We're gonna go into the next video though. We're rolling through this shit. We're just under an hour, fifty four minutes. Shout out to Tribe of Men, also the Tribe Cast. And I forgot the other uh, channel that's associated with them. Uh, Where do I want to start? We're going to try to go through this. This is bad, but we're going to play most of it. Because I got to go in the house and grab something to drink anyway. So this will be a better way for me to escape listening to this torturous woman. Talk about her problems and misfortunes. So... Let's do it. Dennis, are you there?
4: At your service, sir. What you got for me? Uploading visuals, sir.
1: I have never been in a healthy, good relationship. I don't even know what that's like. I feel sad, but I honestly would really rather not depend on a man for, like, anything.
4: This is how women tell on themselves. Just let them talk long enough. Breakdown. Welcome to Management Highlights Daily. This is not a this video. I repeat, this is not a this video. Matter of fact, we want to thank the content creator for sharing her thoughts so we can all learn from it. Now, this video is going to be longer than usual because in order for her to tell on herself, we need to let her speak. So we will let her speak for three minute parts. So brace yourself because it was not easy for us to listen to her because this is a rant. She rants in for the Dennis.
1: Rant, to speak, write or shout in a loud, uncontrolled or angry way, often saying confused or silly things.
4: Keywords, uncontrolled, angry, confused. Just let them talk long enough and they will always tell on them themselves. Brace yourself. Now it's time for us to get into this and do what we gotta do because we met and we see.
1: But oh my God, this guy—you know, the guy that I was talking to—I he basically texted me and like broke a, things off for good. He's like, yeah, so I don't see a future with us. So like, it's, it's over. We're right? talking about. And I was like, yes, I feel a little sad, but like honestly. I feel relief it's kind of crazy it's actually the weirdest feeling okay I will admit I'm not super sober right now but this is something that I've been feeling ever since my breakup two and a half years ago if I am crazy please let me know because I would I genuinely would like to know I've been talking about this with all my friends here we go even though my last relationship was awful it was terrible if you really think about it logically it was it's just so bad in so many ways it was abusive there's no way I want to go back to that there's no way we want to ever date him again yet at the same time I still feel so convinced and that was the most in love I ever felt in my entire life and I don't think that I will ever feel that in love ever again. Like, no matter who it is, like, the person that I marry, I'm sure that it will be, like, you know, it will be someone that I'm genuinely compatible with. It'll be good. But I will never feel that strongly about another romantic interest ever again in my life. And I think part of that is reason of, like, things were new. It was, like, my first time experiencing a lot of things. Like, I was young. I was naive. I didn't really have, like, a propensity to watch out for a certain red flag. So, like, I was allowed... I just allowed myself to fall into it head first and like not really be cautious for any reason. So now I don't think that's really possible for me. And that's why it's kind of, it kind of holds me back from being able to have as deep a connection with anyone else. So like, even though I would never want that relationship back again, like I still think that like, that was the deepest love that I ever felt. And I don't think I could ever feel it again with anyone else. Like even with this person, like this guy, I really, really liked him. Like I saw a future with him. Like I could imagine us like actually like getting married like to that level. And I felt like we were really compatible. And even so, it didn't even come close to how strongly I felt about my ex.
4: Women tell on them themselves in different ways. And one of them is by only telling you what they want you to know. So she tells us that the guy broke up with her via text and she said he doesn't see a future with her. Now that's key. She doesn't tell us why he does not see a future with her. And the reason why she's not going to tell us is because it's going to make her look bad, especially if she claims the relationship was bad, awful, abusive, and she never wants to go back to that again. Now, let's go back to a previous video and give you an example of what a man that doesn't see a future with a woman looks like. I kind of want to know, what are you looking to get out of your potential
1: partner? Finance is, like, so important to solidify. I have a certain lifestyle that I want to live. Marriage, for me, is a financial decision
2: and an emotional decision.
1: If Hunter wasn't making enough money that was reasonable, I would walk away.
3: I think that's the first. (laughs) It's always, it's always interesting to me that women get away with objectifying a man financially, but when women publicly display themselves as sex objects, when a man objectifies a woman, it's toxic. It's bad, right? Automatically the, I would call it like the long-term price tag. That a woman puts on a man, like a long-term price tag, would be like just on a random, just on a random occasion, a woman goes out there and meets a guy who she's actually attracted to, you know, gives the guy sort of the look. The guy approaches, they they communicate, and all this shit. These guys look look at these motherfuckers out here. Terrible. Anyway, um, just got sidetracked. That was terrible. Um, <laughs> these guys, these guys will um, pretty much excuse the fact that without what they have, they wouldn't have that woman. It's as if the woman comes with everything. It's like what everybody says. You know what I mean? You start making money and then all of them. But it's it's always it's always a double-edged sword because at that point, you know that those women aren't generally there for you. They're there for what you have. And a lot of guys, they play the game accordingly. You know what I mean? It either breaks down to uh, pay-for-play or breaks down to some sort of tactic to where they can get what they want without having to put anything out there.
2: Time I've said that out loud.
1: I don't think Hunter's ever heard me say that. People are like, oh, you don't necessarily have to have that much money. I'm like, no, you do. I don't ever want to have a situation where I have to pay. Oh, I'm paying for this or this.
0: I don't think I'm the man that can fulfill all of her needs. She's looking for.
4: <laughs>
1: and I, so I, I, grew up comfortable, but True. you know, I would, I want more than comfortable. I want like good.
4: So whatever man's out there, good luck. <laughs>
1: It's normal, what's the matter with you?
4: Yeah, we had a good discussion, you know, I don't think I would see a future with you in marriage. Mono women have unrealistic expectations and they suffer from Disney princess syndrome personally i've broken up with some pretty women they were physically attractive but they were exhausting to be with just listening to this woman is exhausting because she's all over the place and as a man you have the tendency to look for solutions and to make sense out of things and that's not what this rant is about if the relationship was so bad why did she stick around and why did he break up with her it's an emotional thing she says that she was really in love with this guy. She feels sad and relieved at the same time. Women love to be in these contradictory situations. And she will tell on herself some more. Brace yourself for another three minutes. Another 304 slut.
1: If you actually think about it from a psychological level, like the people tend to choose partners that are like traumatize them in ways that feel familiar to them. Another 304 slut. Um, basically in a nutshell. So I know it sounds really bad, but that's actually, that's, that's really how it works. So it turns out you tend to actually choose people, not necessarily who are the best fit for you, but hurt you in ways that are reminiscent of your, your childhood traumas or your past traumas or whatever. So that's why when you meet someone who generally is like securely attached, just stable, is like actually a good partner for you. It may feel very boring or just like not exciting at all. And you may feel like there's no spark. So that's why low key, I am actually really, really for this happened, because like, I really liked him and I felt that we were super compatible and yet, still, there were things that I was not completely satisfied with. So I honestly you hope that there are even more people out there that I would potentially be compatible with that may be even better for me, because, I don't know, there also is some power that girls have you know, in the Shut up, bitch!
3: This shit is painful, man. I hope you guys are catching up, because I'm letting this guy break this shit down. I, I can't, I can't even, I can't do it.
1: Well, we're like, we are able to convince ourselves to like, like things about our partners or like, they're maybe certain, yeah, maybe they're not the most attractive, they're not the best in bed, they're not the coolest, you are not the most mature, he just really has the most money. But I mean, there are things, these are the kind of things that we're able to kind of look past or kind of convince ourselves to like eventually if we you know, can fall in love with our personality or you know, just like, we're redeemable qualities about them. I really don't know what this says about me, but I feel like I find very, very few people attractive. And it's not because I think that I'm better than Everyone else, I'm like, oh my god, you're all ugly. Like, I don't know. Like, I genuinely just like physically just find very few people attractive. to do you don't even know. But basically, if a guy really has a good personality and he's starting to you know like his character, then yes. If he did not previously already just disgust me from the get-go, and I just kind of felt
3: neutral about his looks, then I can convince myself to really like them. I feel. And that's because, like, see. When when she says she convinces herself to like a guy who's average, that's pretty much what she's saying. All this keyword is, she's not she's not genuinely good, in a sense of finding that partner she's looking for. So she came to the conclusion that she had to pretty much psych herself into looking at the average guy, right? The guy who's in all reality doing even more than what she's doing as a human being. But we'll get into that another time. Um, and just the whole roles of society and it as a whole just became completely ass backwards now. So for the most part, women run the show here. Women run the show. Not this show, but women run the show in general. So if they want to get somebody... You know, canceled. They can dig up old video, phone conversations, whatever the fuck they can come up with, they'll grab it, and they'll use those things, or they'll just throw rumors out there. You know, with Andrew Tate, sex trafficking—they just threw those shits out there and just hoping it stuck. And 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 unfortunately, a lot of people are so brainwashed. By mainstream media, they just go along with the narrative. So it's something easy to stick. When you have people who are thoughtless, they get their thoughts from television. They don't have independent, true, genuine thought. When it comes to the world, it's always based on. Um, it's based on the next person's opinion, or it can be based on um, something that they've seen on television. It's nothing that's like genuinely organic. Something to think about, because it's a way that I think a lot of, you know, media. Let me go through this real quick, since I'm talking about it. Just segue into this little list that I have. From, I think I was supposed to do this yesterday, but I didn't. This took a long time just to open. Anyway, it's really based on how the left created... The resistance and the resistance aren't necessarily those who are legitimately right wing or anything close to it. Now, they have conservative views, but they don't just align themselves with a right wing Republicans, none of that shit, right? But what ended up happening was CNN and all these other networks, they've created the resistance and the younger generation that's starting to understand that. A lot of this shit is bullshit. You know what I mean? But one of the ways that they did it was uh, mass mainstream media. They had a mass mainstream media presence, which with the elections and Trump being banned from Facebook, banned from YouTube, banned from all of these areas, right? At a time where, oh, okay, the FBI stormed through his shit. They found nothing, by the way. What a surprise, right? But this is the way that they've controlled, and they do it with social media. They add social media to the equation. Now, all of the views that you have, if they don't follow the quote-unquote guidelines, they can just get your shit out of there. They can say, oh, well, you can delete it, or you can go against the timeline. Then you go against it, you try to log on. Well, you try to go on Facebook one day, they tell you you're logged off, then they'll tell you you're banned. That's how that works out. Number two, the way that... The left created the resistance is feminism and hookup culture, equaling the lack of committed relationships and one parent households. Self-explanatory. Number three, uh, political corruption using minorities and LGBT community. Self-explanatory. Number four, the woke Hollywood presentation on television. The woke Hollywood presentation on television. The narrative being strongly connected to the things going on today and the people are not paying attention to it or they just see it as something cool. It's inclusive, whatever. Fine. Believe what you want to believe. But I think it is a part of the agenda. And I think that is what single handedly created the resistance, which is it's not the red pill per se, but there is a. There is a uh, alternative on a on a political level that could be related to the red pill
1: that kind of happened with my exes like I thought they were pretty attractive to forgiveness but when I start to fall more in love with them then suddenly they're like the most perfect human being in you cannot do any wrong. you know what I mean like that's just what happens when you fall in love and I feel like it's easier for girls to do that but for guys like guys if they either think you're hot or you're not like you're either attracted to them or you're not and like it's basically as simple as that they're just very like primal and simple beings but at least for girls I feel like girls don't want to feel like you could do better than your current partner but you want to feel like your partner is like the best that you could do. The girls are better able to like kind of weigh the pros and cons just as a whole. Just like if you were to give them like a grade in every single possible aspect. Overall, are they worth it? But like, would you want the person that you ended up marrying? Like, did, would you ever want to think that in your heart, you had to convince yourself that they were attractive? But the second I did, he was like the hottest person in the world. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's like the most attractive person I've ever seen in my life. But before that, I was like, this guy is like really not my...
3: This is all bullshit. And I think there's something wrong with this woman. Because if once a woman, and it's unrealistic, I'm going to tell you why. Once a woman fucks a guy who she feels is like the best, every other guy that comes across her is going to be compared to that guy. Now you can consider it the alpha widow, whatever you want to call it. Um, The reason being is... I'm saying this is unrealistic because once she has the taste of that, or that high value man, or once she's gotten even pumped and dumped by a quote unquote high value man, this is where the flex comes in that these women have with fucking guys. They fuck, you know, uh, high value guys, but they don't look at them as women as anything other than just street meat. You know what I'm saying? A street queen type King.
4: <gasps> Look, it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Chad. The selection process of these females <laughs> is predictable. Like most women, she is not attracted to most guys. You have to understand that the mentality of the guy that is attracted to most women will most likely come with a different mindset than your average Joe. Chad and Tyrone have a powerful word in their vocabulary, and that word is... No, you can't have whatever you want. No, you can't do whatever you want. No, I do not agree with you. And this is where this feeling of abuse might come from because most women are used to guys giving them whatever they want. We've seen it many, 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 many times in this space. Stop bashing women. Why you keep hating on women? Tell these women that they can't do something and you're controlling. Tell them what they don't wanna hear and they feel attacked. Even though a lot of the arguments we make in this space are backed up with data and statistics, and that's not what this is about. It's not about the truth. Just this three minute part alone was a complete roller coaster of emotions. That's the moral of the husband store story. Women always want more, especially if they have a feeling there is more out there, Larsha Pippen. She thought it was gonna be easy to get another famous guy to wife her up. She found out the hard way that it's not that easy. Now she admits that she has to lower her standards. And this is where the sisterhood comes in. Because like she said, women have the power to convince themselves to like someone. This is exactly what happens when a woman goes on a date or a guy asks her out on a date. She's going to consult with the sisterhood. And if the sisterhood votes yay, then she's (laughs) going to like the guy because the sisterhood approves of him. This is exactly why being with a woman can be exhausting because you're not just with her. No, you are with her and the sisterhood. And depending on the values of the sisterhood, that's going to determine what she wants from you.
3: So you guys ever been in a relationship where the relationship did not work out simply because of Who she belonged to or who you belong to socially. It's like the the two just did not mix. You know what I mean? The two just did not mix. The bitch has some goofy ass friends. They probably a bunch of goofy hoes. They go out party every weekend. She may be the quiet one, but she's possibly been corrupted by her friends as well. Because she is the company she carries. Rather than a man, I think a man is more capable of hanging out with people who are completely different and still be comfortable with who he is as an individual versus a woman, they kind of it's kind of the hive mind. It's kind of this group think mob mentality that they have where that the sisterhood, whether being just a collective of feminazis, are just women who are the result and the influence of the Feminazis uh being able to think alike and it's a strength in numbers game you know it's the ability of a woman saying that this guy's a misogynist this guy's a bad guy to where her influence can cause other men to say the same thing well yes this guy is an inf- a bad influence he is a misogynist he is this and that and it's like come on Come on, let's cut it out.
4: If women have the power to convince themselves that they like someone, that means they also have the power to do the opposite.
1: Oh my God, it actually, see, it actually feels like a whole breath of relief just like off my chest. Like, I feel like it definitely was upsetting, but I'm learning to like feel my feelings, you know? Think about where it sits in my body. I feel it in the pit of my chest, like right here specifically. It's kind of like an aching pain. But I just know that it's temporary. Like the more time it passes, the less it's gonna hurt. and I. Really just kind of want to sit in this pain and enjoy it because I don't know, it's just like rare that something can make me feel like this, you know? like, like I've just been going through life and just, everything's just been pretty, like, plain and mundane, which is actually kind of fine because my emotions have just been like regular but at the same time I feel like there's something beautiful about things in life that can actually like really make you feel things and I think that is a special thing so I'm gonna enjoy it while it's here um before like I go back to not caring about anything good because after this I really don't want to have any kind of romantic involvement with anyone at all because I feel like it actually took a lot for me to be open myself up to this thing like the moment it did um I guess it went wrong just as I predicted so I I don't know I guess I'm glad that I ended up taking measures to protect myself in the long run I actually am very proud of myself for that I mean I guess it was a good lesson but I'm just like really tired and I don't want any other person to be like disturbing my life like that again I was so happy living my life like I am very grounded in like every other area of my life like my job and my family and my friends and my social life so I just don't want to let any other human being come in and disrupt that again especially if-
3: Does this sound like somebody who's really, you know, have it together in this sense that she's talking? I mean, she's already talking like a fucking Coke addict. She's already talking like a Coke addict. Disgusting. Emotional
4: roller coaster guys. Watch our video breakdown of 50 Shades of Grey. Everything is based on the emotional roller coaster. Women wanna live the soap opera life because soap operas are always about women going through some shit positive, negative. It doesn't matter because something always happens. That's why women can be exhausting. Because like she said in the second part, a good partner can be perceived as boring, not exciting. And women are the best orchestrators of drama. And that doesn't work because men want peace of mind. You want drama? Get yourself a girlfriend. She will provide an infinite supply of it. (laughs) As you can see, at the moment she shot this video, she doesn't want anything to do with men. Because that's how she feels at the moment this video was shot. And that's exactly what happened when she was dealing with this guy because she knew it was not going to work. But at that moment, she still decided to F with this dude. Tinder Swindler. YOLO. (laughs) Check out our video breakdown of the Tinder Swindler. Another foolish woman playing victim. They are...
3: Shout out to the tender swindler, yo. That nigga's a mastermind. I don't personally condone it. But since it's already happened, nobody was physically harmed. This guy was just an example of what bitches do all the time, which is finesse men for time, money, and resources
4: are not victims,
3: victims of it's their own demise.
4: Before all this happened, I had don't feel sorry for them. That, like, this next I spot is almost three minutes long and to, like, says a, a lot about modern like, women.
1: Some people just never meet their person. A lot of people end up settling, but I refuse to settle. So if I never meet that person that like will stick by me for the rest of my life, then I just won't. Like, what I kind of
3: like rational. What she doesn't realize is, and a lot of these women don't realize, and that's the funny thing about it, They've met those guys. They may be currently seeing those guys every day. Where they go, they'll notice that guy. Or it may just be the guy who they just blatantly, um, you know, ghost. The guys they blatantly, you know, turn down immediately. And then later on in life, they realize that they didn't amount to shit. And that same guy that they were talking about is out there doing what the fuck he has to do. More successful, more in shape. Etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. She's getting overweight. Cellulite City. What 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 else is there to explain, right? She's seen and been around guys who were actually good for her. She was not mature enough to understand that. So all this shit about a bitch never finding that special someone, it's all bullshit. It's all garbage
1: with myself, this is about like a year or two ago.
3: I realized that like I've already
1: fallen in love twice in my life and that's a lot more than many people ever get to experience. So I'm lucky enough to have been in love, which is one of the greatest human experiences. That's just unexplainable, but just so magical and something that's just so unique to our existence. And I understand that many relationships, they're not meant to last a lifetime, you know? They're only going to be here for as long as they're meant to be here. And that's perfectly okay. Like each of them has a different meaning or purpose for our lives, and it's moving us in the right direction to where we need to be. So, therefore, that's how I kind of rationalize with myself
3: that it's okay if I never end up finding anyone. That's a cope. That's an official cope. Coming from a woman, that's a cope. She has to convince herself that. For a guy to possibly say, Yeah, I'll probably never meet that special someone, especially with the information that I know going forward. I think for a guy, that's not a cope. That's that's reality. Because for him in that position to find that woman, he would have to be at a weaker state of mind. He would have to put that woman on a pedestal. He would have to conform with this belief that the men should be submissive and these women should just be dominant. Inclusion of everything. This is why, you know, the trans athletes are going in to the women's side of things and dominating. Because this is what they wanted. This is their twisted reality when it comes to equality. So these women that talk about coping and coming to the conclusion that, hey... I've already been in love with this many men, but she's not talking about the men she's just hooked up with. See, because I don't think it really boils down to the people you've been in love with. As a woman, it's just the people you you've casually slept with that prevents you from genuinely meeting somebody with value that can bring value into your life. That's what happens when a woman goes and sleeps around. That's the twisted, dark side of it. And like I said, it's short term gain for a woman because she gets all of the attention and validation on the regular long term. It is unhealthy emotionally. It is unhealthy psychologically, sexually. I mean, obviously, she's she's a danger zone within herself. She becomes her worst enemy. Okay, so I don't. I don't mean to go this hard, but it boils down to when women get this old or when women get to a point where they have to find ways to cope and not realize that their expectations didn't match up to their value, That that says something. So they're just going to be ignorant to the very end. Even the guys... Who would still be available to her She doesn't want nothing to do with them She'll choose loneliness But at the same time She'll bicker, cry, and complain about it But anyway A little something to start it off This is actually being uploaded Directly after And then I plan on doing something At night Plan on doing an episode at night right now and it's pretty much 1:56, almost 2 o'clock where an hour and 25 minutes into this motherfucker so pretty much the middle or for me technically the start of another day and as i always say in the meantime and in between time and until next time jersey judah here with another episode of the crimson capsule chapel Signing out. Peace.